Hey, we're recording. Hi. Hey, hi. How are you? Good. And you? I'm good. I had a weird night, but yeah, I'm good. Nice to have a day off. Yeah. Summer Friday. <laughs> the weather good? Yeah, it's humid. And, you know, they told me that he loved me last night. Oh, that's a weird night then. Yeah, that was the weird, the weird part about it. Not the boy that you're dating? No, we're on a break and I went on a date with this, a second date with this guy and it wasn't really working out. Yeah. And I think he like realized it and he got really sad and then he told me that he loved me and I I was trying to be sensitive to it and then he just like left. Oh, geez. And he like ran away. Oh, God. And I felt really bad. Did you call him later? I called him as he was running away. Yeah. And he didn't answer. And then I texted him like, I'm sorry if I said something. I didn't mean to be insensitive. I meant to be the exact opposite. Like, yeah. I, you know, I hope you're okay. Please be safe. I'm here if you want to talk. Right. So I, that's all I can do. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. Very nice. Oh, my God. A second date, Dad. Yeah. No, that's not normal. I don't, yeah, I mean, I was like, I, in my head, I was like, you're not in love with me. You're just right. having having a moment. You don't know me, buddy. Wait yeah. Till, wait till you get to know me. <laughs> you won't love me then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dating sucks. So. <laughs> I mean, it's, when I'm on this end of the spectrum, it's nice because I'm, it's flattery and, yeah. but it's yeah. also like, whoa. Yeah. No, matter, no, but the problem is exactly you, you end up having like responsibility one way or the other. It's very yeah. hard to just like being able to accept something and uh, because there's all these what ifs and consequences and, you know, and you're dealing with someone who you don't really know. So you don't know if, if you're just yourself and say something like, yeah, right. You love me, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, well, I, I like gave it a second and then I was like. So if you feel this way in two weeks, give me a call. You said that? And like, yeah, but like not exactly like that, but like in like a yeah. sweet, sweet funny. way, right. like in a funny, sweet way is like, I'm, I'm trying to be like a little bit more logical about right. this. Yeah. Like, and he was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> okay. Woo. All right. Sorry. No, 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 it's fine. It was very interesting. I mean, yeah. I could tell within, like, five seconds of us, like, trying to have sex that it was, like, not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, podcast. Yeah, yeah, we have to edit all this out, but that's easy. It's just the... Wait, why? This is part of the podcast? Why not? People... Who, who, who cares? Okay. People might be interested to hear about our lives as... I mean, it's really for us, right? I have no idea. You know. I think it's I think it's for us. Okay, that's fine then. Okay. okay. Well, it's like you want. It's your. It's your. It's your. No, no. You're. This is your idea, and you're the. You're the interviewer, and it's your thing, kind of. I'm just. Okay. Well, one. I think we shouldn't edit it. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you like I like you were gonna find out like if I record. Maybe yeah, I did find a, out. Then you maybe the, it's better in the future for you to be doing the recording and making it your podcast, and that way you can edit it 
because I don't know if you can, with this app, you can edit my stuff. I can't edit your stuff. Not yet. That's not a thing yet, but um, it's, it's, a, it's, in a, it's a dream thing that they're working on. Yeah. So you can have a producer because, <laughs> you know. I mean, I want this to be low maintenance and just like, you know, an excuse for us to talk about a podcast that we both right. like. Right. <laughs> so well, this is good. No, it's fun. Fun. I, I get a kick out but of if you wanted to do your own, I would be happy to to edit it for you. Well, I'm going to do the American, you know, the 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 my God, I can't shop on Sundays thing. I'm going to try it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. If you so. want me to like just do little edits here and there and add music, no, and I, want stuff, I, to, could... I want you to be the producer of that. Oh, OK, I see. Literally the producer of it. So it's like, you know, semi polished or whatever. And give me feedback because that's something I could seriously do. And and Sylvie said there's a that there's one or two podcasts like that on, and that people. Follow. Oh, cool! If so, you know what they are, I could listen to them to get some, you know, yeah, competition I, I ideas. I don't. Okay. But maybe you can. You can I can find search. Them. Yeah, you could search on for it. Um, I don't want to listen to it because I don't want to in any way. Yeah, make make affect you. My own unique style or whatever. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Um. So you're sold. Well, it was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, I, I was very good. And yes. he, he definitely. He covered everything that you kind of poked at. Well, he left a lot of openings, I thought, but, but the openings are not nearly as big as they felt like they were in the first episode. So like what kind of openings? Well, um, you know, he never really directly addressed whether or not this the this idea that the LSAT is a rabbit test that is it is designed to be too fast is actually true in other words that was his perception and it was certainly the way that the uh the test gurus characterized it yeah but, but he had a perfect opportunity when he was sitting i i thought he kind of blew it with the S- the LSAT developers he kind uh-huh. of he kind of just pissed them off um by, by, well, he's trying not to, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he didn't piss them off, but he kind of threw them a, a curve when he, you know, when he went into this whole side issue. I thought it was a side issue, which is if I if I'm faster on one section, can I save? Can I use the time on another section? Now, like, couldn't we just have one time do the entire thing instead of separating it into sections? Right. Now, now, there's the the woman didn't respond all that well, but there's a perfectly logical reason why you wouldn't want to do that, which is that you're testing separate skills and that it's not fair if, in other words, what you, what you would be doing is giving someone who is faster in, in one skill more time to make up for his lack of skill in something else. Yeah. So it's your bias either way. So either, so yeah, so you're, if you can prove that the test overall is a, is a hair Right. So, so that would have been, you know, I thought it would have been much more <laughs> forthcoming from him, for, from him if he had mm-hmm. gone into his interview with them saying, look, I have a thesis. I have a hypothesis. My hypothesis is X. My hypothesis is that you that this test is, is structured to only test a certain kind of skill, not not competence in general, but but rather, you know, this fast, you know, way of. Of, of, of comprehending without understanding. And like and, have and them prove him wrong or something. And do you agree? Do you agree? Yeah. Is that, in, are, have you, that's not really his style. Have you intentionally, well, but, <laughs> it, 
Yeah, I know. And and that's one of the problems I have with his style. It's just yeah. that it doesn't necessarily it's great for his argument, but it's not necessarily great for really drawing out the full truth of the of the topic. So that's yeah. why he gets accused, I think, and rightfully, of sort yeah. of, you know, simplifying and having an opinion and going in with it and then kind of, you know, writing a book or a blog or a podcast in this case. That's mm-hmm. sort of, you know, designed around, you know, making his, his argument. Yeah. And, and though, you know, and he, he clearly is well researched and he does go to many different sources and he, you know, there he, he went into the den of the lion. Yeah. And, and he, but to me, he had a great chance to kind of get their view, just the view of, is this intentionally designed to test this kind of thing? Are you really going for, well, what do you think that their answer would have been? I think their answer would have been, no, we think this is just right. We think that if you are competent, uh, in other words, if you know this stuff, if you're if you're good at at, at you know being able to uh, uh, read well, one of the sections is just reading comprehension. What if you suck at reading? I think that's what his point was. Well, logic is real important to be a lawyer, right? Yeah. The part he had trouble with, I guess, was in, you know was trying to do a breakdown. Logic of games. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you were testing a, 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 a bat, apparently five things, a basket yeah. of skills. And so the, so the question, it seems to me, I mean, the, and, and I thought he even proved the point by saying that he blasted through the reading stuff and had time to spare. Okay, so obviously it wasn't a rush test for him on that, whereas someone else could have said, oh, that's a rush test on this. The only thing he was whining about is something that he had trouble with, which that the test then accurately found that weakness. Okay. I think, yeah, I think overall though, his argument was that regardless of whether or not it's, it's a hare or a tortoise test, the overall system is, is, is favoring this one specific, you know, person who can get a high test score, get into a good college and then therefore get a good job, even though they might not be a good lawyer. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, and and that's where he he hit redeems himself. That's where he hit the home run, so to speak. In other yeah. words, he he what he what he pointed out was a that that this is a a kind of a, a way for the law schools to cop out that they mm-hmm. use seventy percent. That's insane. Seventy percent. Yeah, that's crazy. Of you know, so you you, you do all this work. In they college. don't do interviews. Yeah, you do all this work, and and you you know have all these other attributes that are extremely important as he's, as you pointed out with the interview of the the quant guy the guy who was doing the you know analytics on what yeah. in fact makes a successful attorney in which yeah. he pointed out that has nothing to do with what law school you went to um so clearly that. so clearly there's indicators and indices uh, things like you know obviously ability to do hard work ability to concentrate it seems to me one of the te- things a lawyer needs to be able to do is spend hours doing something incredibly boring. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, just, I should test for that. Yeah. I mean, which is clearly, clearly, I mean, that's so, so, the, so the point is, is that that's a decision that the law schools have made to use this test. And what they're doing is, and, and Scalia kind of copped, you know, cop to it, which is this idea that, look, this thing that, 
basically we're looking for the smartest people. The, the, and, when, and when they mean they smart... They just don't know how to find the smartest people. They're having a bad way of finding the smartest no, people. No, 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 no. No, they want to find the smart. smartest. In the, in, the, in the narrow definition of smart is quick-minded, is someone who's intelligent enough to know how to like flow through questions and can quickly pick up on stuff. And, and, and that's smart. Okay, that's, that's our kind of definition of smart. Doesn't mean competent. Doesn't mean successful. Means smart. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, okay, I'm smart. Okay, I can blow through a test. Yeah, but I'm also lazy, and yeah. I and 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 you know, and I was trying to get at this with uh, you know Hikaru when I was. I, I did ask him the question on Facebook, by the way. You did? Yeah. He, he's not going to answer. You know. Well, he might. No, nah, no, no. He's not going to answer. Well, you'll let me know. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I said to him, Hikaru, do you really believe you know that if you had all the time in the world that you would you know not you know, never lose a game because I don't think you're ever in time trouble. And, <laughs> and you know, the fact is he just doesn't have the fucking patience. He's not, gonna, yeah. you know, you watch him play bullet, which it's, it's a lot of fun to watch because it's insane. It's nuts. I should watch it. It's, you know, you, go, YouTube you, you can go to you, you can go to YouTube and, and you just put in Hikaru bullet. Cause he won the, the world bullet chess championship this year. So there's a bunch mm-hmm. of videos he can play. It's absurd. It's absurd. And, and, Clearly, he's thinking, you know, he's thinking way ahead. He's trying to get to a certain position and he's just moving the pieces anyway so they don't get taken to try to get to something that's very simple. But anyway, the point is, is he loves that. OK, he loves that shit. And he's and he also obviously loves conventional chess. He plays very well, but he just doesn't have the patience and the concentration ability, you know, to to uh to analyze and analyze and analyze ad infinitum. So I think... Well, weren't you saying that, like, no matter what, like, you know, that at a certain point, you, you can't compute, like, that far in advance? If you have no enough who time, you are? If, if you have enough time and, and, and ability to, to... I mean, theoretically, if you're playing in a, in a chess match with enough time, you're allowed to have a piece of paper with you. Oh, yeah, and, I guess you could write it all down. And you could scribble <laughs> things and, you know, and, yeah. and just write out all the different lines and you could do what a yeah. computer does. I mean, if a computer does it in three seconds and you have three hours, you know, you could probably, yeah. you know, if you're a grandmaster. So and you're you saying have, he doesn't have the patience for that. Yeah. He just, there's no way he would do it. He would, he would right. walk away. He would just, right. you know, he'd say, fuck it. And he would walk yeah. away. Because so, he's a human being. Well, he's a human being who's not like that. I mean, whereas yeah. Peruna, you know, uh, um, uh, Fabiano would have much more patience to do that. So, so it's, it's again, it's like what he calls the hares and the tortoises. It's, it's, you know, it's a lot like uh, uh, Thomas Edison's famous, uh, you know, quote, which is, you know, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. So the fact is that, you know, most, most success is attributable to someone who's willing to put in the work and mm-hmm. really stick with it and work it out and work it out and work it out. And they don't find it boring or whatever. They're really willing to go through that. You know, unless- but Scalia was saying, like, he was contradicting himself in the, same, in the same paragraph. He was saying, I would never hire someone who comes from a school who could potentially have someone with perseverance. But my favorite Lark clerk was someone with perseverance. Yeah, what he said was, what, what he said was that, 
it's easier to make a silk purse out of a sow's. It's it's easier to make a you know he was trying to make a joke on the silk purse sow's ear that that if you've got a a guy a very smart guy in his mind and I think it's wrong and I think that's the interesting discussion. Yeah. It, it, in his mind, it's easy to kind of get that person to train them to be studious and 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 you know you you you've started with good material. And you can't train someone to be smart and quick, but you can train someone to be like plotting apparently, and reading slowly. Yeah. Like which maybe I said. disagree with. Yeah. And and that's that was that to me is the you know it's the less fun discussion, but it's really the, the main discussion is you know is it the case that people who are quick really have a disadvantage then in the real world of, of let's say law or a lot of kinds of things where you really do have to like put in the time and the effort and the sweat and the perspiration and be prepared Mm -hmm. to, you know, be prepared to spend like hours and hours and hours doing something that might be incredibly boring because Mm -hmm. people who are really sharp and smart. And I, you know, I mean that this has always been kind of a problem for me. They get things quickly. So they, if they don't get it quickly, they tend to like blow it off. You know, they, 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 they're not, they're not incentivized not in life when they're young <laughs> yeah. to sweat. Whereas if you don't get things quickly, then you have to work harder, but you have to work harder all the time and you get used to working harder. And, and you have more satisfaction when you do finally get something. Right. Potentially. Right. <laughs> right. So I thought that the things tied together in the, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the reality of this whole thing, it's that absolutely it, it, it's, it, it would seem that the test does not, does not predict someone's ability to be a good lawyer. And then interestingly enough, the guy, it, was, it was taken a step further, which is what law school you went to is not going to determine whether you're going to be a good lawyer. So even, yeah. even within law firms, apparently, a, a successful attorneys are not necessarily from the, the top schools. So, you know, in, in that sense, Scalia's final comment to the girl is not disingenuous. He said, just keep working hard because yeah. whether he knew it or not, that's kind of what the other guy said, the quantitative guy said, that in the end, you know, and, and because I thought, I, at, least, at least this is what I thought that the, 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 the quantitative guy was saying. The quant guy was saying the blue collar worker is one example of like of, of a stat that like proves to be helpful down the line. Right. Something like that. So the yeah. fact that he's able to show that there are successful attorneys who aren't coming from these good schools and that there's no correlation means to, says to me that success is not determined by the school you went to, which actually just if that's true, prove, disproves Malcolm's point. That this that the system's rigged. Maybe initially, you you land the, the prize job at the good law firm because you went to the big school. But in the end, you get fucked because you're not a better lawyer. And yeah, but sometimes even if you're a good lawyer, you're not necessarily at a good firm because you weren't noticed, and therefore you're not getting paid as much as you should be getting paid. I mean, they didn't really go into all of that. But you didn't go into that. We don't know. We don't know. We don't. We don't know. We don't see. I mean, that's 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 my guess. But I mean, it's. But that's us bullshitting. I mean, you could just take yeah. it either way. You can you could argue it on, on either side. The, that's that's the demonstrative point. What's the criteria for determining that someone is a good lawyer? Is it that they end up being the most successful, making the most money, 
um, you know, is it that they? I'm, I think he was saying from a firm's perspective, someone who is who is winning cases and and I don't know, getting the bottom line. But you don't know, so we don't know what it, what the criteria is yeah, for determining true. that. So this whole this whole correlation between the test, the law school, the hair versus the tortoise, and success, you can't put it together because you don't know what success is being defined as. Yeah, we, we but the main we, point is that, that the school doesn't matter, so why should we even be talking about it? Well, he made this whole point, right, to say that the law firms should, you know, not, should be completely blind to not, to, you know, to what school you went to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The, 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 the question I have is, if the law firm's hiring is the ultimate decider of someone's long-term success as a career, then yeah, then I think that's really important. If it's not the case and that it really depends on the person's work and what they actually accomplish. And you know what he, what the guy, the quant guy called, I forget what it's called, the the lawyers who bring in clients, you know, the ones who, you know, actually make money for the firms that they're, 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 you know, clearly not the elite types, but they're salesmen types. Um, you know, presumably those guys make the most money because generally speaking, they're paid, you know, if they bring in a client, they get a piece of all that work. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it, it's Malcolm could have gone into that. He didn't. It was less fun. And then he copped out at the end, which really sucked because he didn't tell us the scores. Yeah, because he's trying to prove a point. But, yeah, he ruined our whole thing. Yeah. I mean, we wasted <laughs> our, our bonus session. You know, so, what a waste. Yeah. I mean, God, I want that seven. I mean, they tied. Back. So no, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so but they did tie. So at least we know that we were wrong on some level. Well, we didn't. Well, I mean, he set us up to be wrong. So, yeah. You know, he, but I mean, I'm guessing that his strength in we don't know. I mean, again, we don't know anything about Camille. Maybe she's not so logical either. And so maybe the two of them were really good in the same two things, three things or four things and weak in the same. Thing. We don't, you know, we don't know how it broke yeah. So, but, um, you know, on the fun side of the whole discussion, giving us the scores would have been fun because then he could have said, okay, so I could have gotten into Ohio State, not, you know, or I could have gotten into Harvard, you know, we would have liked to have known that. I think. Yeah, I wonder why they chose not to. Either it was really embarrassingly low. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that would, yeah. be, that would be the only reason I could think of. He either, it was either so high that he would be like, well, I don't want to like show off. Like annoying, yeah. I don't want to be like show off, kind of. Or mm-hmm. so low that, well, this is embarrassing. Yeah, maybe Camille didn't want to be embarrassed either. Yeah, I don't. I... But they're not going to law school. So, well, the producer is saying that they should go to law school as a joke. Yeah, it's the next phase, and then <laughs> see see where that leaves them. So yeah, it was it was it was good though. It's fun. Yeah. Um, oh. So I mean, cool. I I've been I've been checking out this other podcast. This. Um, Intelligence Squared, which is, you know, it kind of sucks because it's the formal debate format and there's an audience and a lot of how it goes depends on the audience, whether they do it in New York or Aspen or whatever. 
but it's pretty nice in that it, you know, it's at least reasoned, intelligent debate instead of the stupidity of the, you know, the the current uh, way in which political discourse supposedly takes place in the United States now. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Which is just people screaming at each other and not listening to each other. Um, so yes. I don't I don't participate in it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So what are your thoughts on your first episode for the American in Spain? Well, I'm trying I'm struggling with a couple of questions. One is, do I do it chronologically um, or do I just do different thematic episodes you know kind of well like, i say start recording something what, what start recording one idea and then i'll give you feedback so thematically is that what you mean yeah we'll just yeah start start with that and then we'll see if it works yeah i mean if if you feel like oh wait we don't have any background so we really need to know a history so you've got to do this more you know uh chronologically then okay i'll do it that what's way. the what's the like tagline of it like Converse, like, is it just like thoughts on, on being an American living in Spain? Uh, it was, um, it could be anything. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, observations of culture clash. And it's kind of like when you go on those rants, those funny rants about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm great. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to go from it. From, you know, I'm going to try to do it. <laughs> Also, a little bit of sort of how I might appear to, to, to look like to these people, you know, to, if, if they could actually hear me thinking out loud or understood yeah. me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't want to do the same. I could do one after the other. That's always the same thing. Um, but I can do variations on it. So, you know, I, I was mostly going to be stories around um, you know, my observations and my experience and, um, you know, how in, in some ways, how incredibly uh, surprising it is to be thinking like an American and then realize there, that you're in a place where nobody is thinking the way you think. Yeah. You know, and that's like, what? No. How could it be that you don't want to make money? Yeah. You know, that you that, you know, I mean, that at some level you're really not in any way interested in making money. You know, of course you could. You, could you should go to a car dealership as one of the episodes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, the car dealership is a classic. I, car dealership is my favorite one. Yeah, I mean, there's the car dealership. There's, there's I mean, I, I'll probably start with like two or three, like the car dealership one. The electricity the, thing or whatever it was. The one where I had to get my my citizenship card. My, it's my my not citizenship card, but my like residency card. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole story is hilarious. Um, and how they finally solved it, which was fantastic. You know, just just the 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 paradox. You know, and, and I would contrast it with like, you know, if if it, if things were this crazy in America, and they probably are, if you're like an immigrant. And trying yeah. to get your Ameri- you know, citizenship card in America, you know, in what way is it like, you know, in some ways cooler here, and in what ways is it just insanely stupid, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you want to have other people on? Well, that's that's an interesting question. I mean, 
it's very idiosyncratic in this in in but maybe maybe an interview kind of format where I'm interviewed or maybe yeah maybe you separately interview someone you know you take it from the other side having having another yeah experience here well if you find someone who's like you know hispanic or not even i mean somebody from another culture who's in america and you and you run it by them or that could be a lot of fun that's why i think you should be the producer because you know for me it's only going to be me talking you know i'm not yeah i'm not a journalist by any means and you know and i'm neither am i well, yeah, so maybe you won't do it. <laughs> no, but I, I have no problem talking to someone about a, a similar experience and then asking them if they want to record themselves. Right. I mean, if you're actually, <laughs> if you're interested in this kind of whole thing, like you, you know, yeah, I am. you're actually thinking in terms of a career in the job, you know, then, then it would, it would, it would, oh. you know, be not as a journalist per se, as a podcaster, but rather just going through the process to have a to have an angle on it and understand how I it mean, works. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. Anything that has to do with podcasts, I'm, I'm interested in, so. So, I mean, make one. You know, to me, that's like the way you you experience it, you know. Is, I know, we are right now. Yeah. Well, now we're just talking. But making the podcast into a podcast is what I'm talking about. So, you know, if, if I do, you know, if I do a 20-minute or 15-minute monologue on one topic and then you – produce it into something where you interview other people, whatever, that would be cool. Yeah, I would love to do that. Okay. So I'll try doing it. I'll try doing it this weekend if I have time. I'll do okay. my first one. Um, I have to make notes and then and then uh, just blab. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay. I'm going to push finish recording. Okay, I love you. Love you too. Have I'll a great day. I'll talk next week. Okay, bye. Bye.